Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Levers. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You are, man, you've made some great decisions in life <laughs> because somehow you have stumbled upon another episode of Wrong and Wronger. And I am Steve, as serene as a lake with a sheet of glass over at Olivas. And he is James Crossfire Hurricane Breakwell. James, what is going on in your house tonight? I called, it's like war-torn Beirut going on behind you. Yeah, the wife is leaving uh, for two days. Me and the kids and the pig and the dog are going to be on our own. So we're just preparing for impending disaster. <laughs> it's a little more overwhelming than preparing for the zombie apocalypse. Because the zombie apocalypse might happen, but the, the disaster of my wife leaving is definitely going to happen. So we're really bracing ourselves here. <laughs> Outstanding. Well, given that he has carved out a little chunk of his life, which was being stolen, siphoned slowly from him by his children, you, that should make you, the viewer and the listener, feel even more privileged. <laughs> me, for sure. James, you keep talking to me every week, and who am I? I, I don't know. I, I question myself every time I answer the phone. Why am I talking to this guy yet? Here I am, week after week. No, man, your eyes were spinning like slot machines when you answered the phone a few minutes ago. <laughs> there was a lot going on. <laughs> well, this is the podcast where we argue in a comedic, improvisational way topics that everybody weighs in on. And James, your followers are fantastic in telling you exactly how I'm right every week. It's a great thing. Yeah, you did manage to win a double or nothing. We've now actually both skirted by with a double or nothing. Two weeks where when I didn't have time, I doubled or nothing and got out of it. Then you just forgot because you're old and you know the Alzheimer's is sitting in. <laughs> and then you know you escaped by winning that one. So so really, I think we've come to a decision that we're just going to do away with the penalty videos. I think they're they're not having their intended effect. I they don't work for me because I'm incapable of feeling shame, and they don't work for you because you just punish the viewers every week. They beg me, please don't make us watch another Steve penalty video. So I've heard you, and we're just going to wipe the board clean. We're still going to have the votes because there's a lot of pride on the line, and really pride is enough to keep us going. Uh, but the, humility, oh, yeah. the humiliating video era is over. It's done. It's out of here. <laughs> Yeah, see, I feel tremendous shame whenever I do those penalty videos. <laughs> and yet I'm a trooper, James. I keep showing up. You had some classic <laughs> moments. You had our lowest moment with that macaroni and cheese fake orgasm video. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> how dare you, sir? And you also had our highest moment. You? Our, the peak, peak Steve Olivas was you eating that lemon after your own mom shamed you and took a big bite out of it. You were in so much pain, oh. and it delights me every time. I watch that video every night before I, before I go to sleep. Just sights of your pain. It's a great comfort to us all. So thank you for taking one for the team on that one. That was the very first one we did. And you can hear my dad in the background. He was shocked that she actually did that. <laughs> like, you asked me if it was scripted. No, he didn't expect it either. It was, uh, it, you know what? Now in this whole thing about, I, I felt mother shame right there. And that's got to start a movement of some kind, right? Yeah, she definitely shamed you pretty hard. It was deliberate, deliberate, and it was on camera. However, you controlled the camera. You could have redone that shot, but it would have, would have no. required you to eat another lemon, and I think you would have rather died. So you just took the shame <laughs> no. and went with it. 
Mrs. Steve. Mrs. Steve had the camera. <laughs> you you could have redone that was it. my wife. That's the magic of video. Nobody's putting a gun to your head. You could have just given the camera to one of your kids <laughs> and redone it. But no. One lemon and you were out. I've, I've never seen somebody crumple so extremely under a simple lemon. And that's what I'm really going to take oh. away from the penalty video era. So it was it was not a waste. It was not a misstep because it gave us glorious shining moments like that. But but alas, that chapter of our lives is closed. And now the more adult, mature version of Wrong and Wronger will go forward where I simply humiliate <laughs> you in the form of hurting your pride by winning and you losing. Man, we ought to do a show where we just talk about the behind the scenes of those penalty videos <laughs> because there was usually quite a bit going on. There were some stories in some of those videos. Yeah. Man, it's just making me reminisce now. I'm feeling a little bit sad that we're giving this up. This has been a big chunk of our lives for like eight and a half months now. That's, I don't know. I'm feeling a little grief. Feel, a little bit sad, does, that part But does. then that Sunday's going to roll around where you go, oh, crap, I have to do a penalty <laughs> video. And then you're going to be relieved that it's not there anymore. I don't... Well, I'm, I'm going to have to go back, though, and change the intro, because I left the, the intro with your last penalty video, which was you dancing yeah, around those yeah, short yeah, white yeah. shorts, and there's at least one guy who yeah, complains yeah. every week, please take that off the intro. <laughs> Listen, one guy, I have heard your pleas, and this week, his shorts will not be in that video unless I forget, which is entirely possible. I'll have to go back and find the greatest moment, maybe probably the lemon moment. The lemon moment will be what I enshrine there. That was peak Steve. I don't. Was that moment even in one of the? I don't think you were doing the intros quite the same way when we first started. That's true. That may have never made it to one of the. Wow! Intros. It was never in an intro. Even well, now it's definitely going to be in an intro. <laughs> Fantabulous! So no more penalty videos, and that is that is sad. But it's like death. You sort of deal with it. You move on, and we will live to fight another day. And here we are today, James. What are we going to argue about today? Toothpaste. Uh, actually, first let me specify: there's a guy who's been begging me to do pencils versus pens, and well, that's a fine topic. It's not the topic for tonight because we got something more pressing. And this this is this oh. is a hot button item. It's toothpaste. Should you should you squeeze it from the top or the bottom? I mean, this is... And let's just be clear, because there are a lot of middlers out there. Like, you're, you're, sometimes you're not an opener or a closer. You're a middler. Like, uh, you're there after the opening act, but before the, mm -hmm. the headliner. So some uh, the bottom is people who are sort of compulsive about rolling it while they're squeezing it. And then anywhere else should be the other. That's... So top, middle, anywhere. Bottom and not bottom. <laughs> okay. I feel like <laughs> you somehow kinda... made this dirty. But all right. Bottom and not bottom. That is not going to be the headline for this video. It's going to be top or bottom. But bottom or not bottom, fine. All right. Let's flip this coin. All right. But we do have to compliment oh. each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. And I've got one queued up because it's based upon what you've been tweeting about. Uh, you, you gave a couple of laps to it on Twitter. I want to compliment you, James, on, like me, marrying a woman who is way more handy than you are. <laughs> so you and I can sit and watch our lifetime programs on TV and possibly shed a single tear while we're watching Bobby break up with Cheryl Ann, <laughs> while our wives are out doing like minor home improvements around the house. And uh, she did that table for you and it looks great. You had your family 
family positioned around it in one of the photographs, but you gotta marry right. And I've said this to you before, that you have married right, and this is one more bit of evidence to support that hypothesis. This is true. I have a wife who let me get a pig, so I mean, that, that proves it right there. But she also did design that table. <laughs> and to be clear, she didn't build the table. Her, her, uh, her friend oh. built it, and he did an amazing job. It's a perfect table. But oh. she, like, nitpicked over every single detail. Like, had I been in a store with her, like, telling a carpenter how to do that, I would have just had a nervous breakdown and curled up in the fetal position, but she <laughs> stuck with it. And props to the to the carpenter who stuck with her on that. Man, it was a it was like a second marriage for her getting that that table done. There were hours of thoughts on on the curves of all the legs and stuff and all this table terminology <laughs> I didn't even know existed. But that thing they had to, it's so big they had to bring it over in a in a U-Haul. They had to rent one to get it over here. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, gosh. man, I think it's worth it. It's like a it's like a, a banquet table from a castle somewhere. It's incredible. Yeah. I told my wife, I was like, now we got all these extra seats, we gotta have five more kids to fill it up. And she was not on board with that plan. Not at all. Oh. So we sit on it we sit <laughs> at it like the last supper. We just we all sit on one side so we can see the TV. But now we're talking about maybe putting yes. benches on the other side so it doesn't block the TV and we have like overflow of capacity for guests. Yes, but not more. The other children. side is where I sat when I yeah. You, when, when somebody like you comes over, it interrupts TV time, which is kind of tragic for us all. I mean, I mean, we could be watching Star Trek instead. We were talking to Steve. I mean, what is that? <laughs> well, next time I will order up a tankard of ale, <laughs> and I shall call you wench when I ask you to get me the tankard of ale. And you will get that tankard thrown in your face. But I have a compliment for you, which I'm sure will come to me any second as I fish around for it. <laughs> I would like to thank you, or compliment you, I'm not, I'm not thankful, but I'll compliment you for closing out the penalty video era with as little dignity oh. and class as possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is some compliment, Brakewell. Wow. We, uh, I mean, it, you really you really achieved what the penalties were supposed to be for. They were supposed to hurt. They were supposed to hurt you. They weren't necessarily supposed to hurt everybody else, but they were collateral damage. But if there was one consistency from all of your videos, it was pain. Pain from, from the food, pain from your singing, pain from your dancing. We felt it. You felt it. I mean, that was probably the most empathetic you know, video experience I've ever had in my life. I could feel the pain radiating through the screen. And I, I would compliment your acting, but it wasn't acting. Every bit of that pain, the emotional language, the physical language, it was all real. So props to you for laying it all out there. I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio, he did his real stunts. He ate that, that buffalo heart. He won an Oscar. What did you get? We got like 10 extra views on a YouTube video. It made zero dollars. You got nothing for it. And yours was all real, 100%. No stunt doubles, no faking. So congratulations to you for that. That was my highest compliment. Wow, that is awesome. Yeah, you know what I got was people writing things like, how come that other guy takes any topic and makes it unfunny? Like that kind of stuff. Those are, those are the tweets that I so hold on why, to. Why do you read the comments? Uh, I thought you learned by now. I know. It just chips away at my will to live every time I look through them. God. And this is your people, by the way. My people like me. I, I I read the comments on some tweets and not on others, but I wrong and wronger videos, <laughs> I've had to not read the comments so much. <laughs> About the tenth time, somebody's like, you expect me to watch a video for 15 minutes like I had like personally insulted them? I had to step away. I was like, I can't, I can't keep having this fight over and over. Last time I had that fight, you got on me. I have like I had a counseling session over it. I was. 
I'm done. I'm, I'm just gonna act the person. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna let every one of those comments go. It just washes over me. So uh, if you're gonna insult our 15 minute runtime, it I will never see that comment. I promise you. I am immune. <laughs> I tell you what, Breakwell, for as nice of a guy as he seems, you corner him in the right situation. He comes out spider monkey and honey badger love child like the, kind the, of the, and man. The 55th person who's like, you expect me to watch a 55th minute, minute video? It's an optional <laughs> video, an optional free video. It's not like I cut out other short content. All the other content was still there, plus an extra video, and they were so offended I put this out. And I finally said something. Oh. And then Steve brought it up like three weeks in a row, and I'm like, okay, I'm just never, I can't do this. I can't have this conversation with Steve every time. So, I mean, one conversation with you a week for the podcast is bad enough. Like, follow-up conversations of that, that was the line. That was my, I decided I've got to be nice to everybody, and to be nice to everybody, I've got to stop reading comments. So, that's how we got to where we are now. There was a barroom brawl and breakwell, and there was fur flying everywhere. He broke a chair over someone's back. Someone went through the plate glass window. That's why he needed the renovation in his house. Like, man, there was a lot going on. It got ugly. Not, it was two tweets back and forth. That was all, and then I got blocked. That was the end of it. But it, yet, it lives on forever in wrong and wronger lore. It was the most talked about Twitter exchange I have ever had. I have a million followers. I've sent like 17,000 tweets. And those two tweets are the ones we keep talking about to this day. May they rest in peace. And we've almost burned our entire runtime. This could be a long episode. All right. <laughs> Uh -oh. Ah, toothpaste. Yes or no? That's really what it comes down to. <laughs> All right, flip that coin. All right, so <laughs> what is heads going to represent All right, for you, heads, James? tops, tails, bottom. <laughs> keep it simple. Come on. <laughs> no, there ain't nothing weird about that. Don't worry you, about it. All right, you, you've been on a run of heads. can't take you anywhere. Ooh. Yes, flip it. It's... It is tails today. All right. You're a bottom today. Well, this is wonderful because that's the most efficient way. Why would you squeeze the top and leave all that toothpaste hiding in the bottom? You're going to have to go back and squeeze the bottom. It's just science. Unless you're going to leave half the toothpaste down there, why would you Why would you ever start at the top and work your way down? It makes no sense. You start at the bottom and work your way up and get all the toothpaste out because gingivitis is a serious condition. We've got to get it under control. We've got the tools that are our disposal and it's just a matter of getting that tool out of the tube and onto the toothbrush it's the simplest operation in the world there's one way to do it you squeeze from the bottom you're over and done you don't even need a rebuttal let's just both agree i'm right here and go home <laughs> first of all james i don't know about you but I have hit an income tax bracket where I can afford to throw away three cents worth of toothpaste <laughs> just to make my life simpler. Money bags of I know for you it's a whole thing. You take all the little pieces of soap and make one big bar of soap out of them like you're a depression era kid <laughs> selling apples on the dock, selling those precious pens and pencils that I think we're going to argue about next week. But if you want to go for the ultimate in efficiency, squeezing from the top lets the toothpaste right on the top come out faster because the pressure is right there applied near the nozzle. So if you're talking about getting underway with combating gingivitis, you got to do it as quick as you can. And why do you need to take time? 
time out of your life to complicate it by getting one of those special roller things that you clip on the bottom of your toothpaste tube and you're able to turn it like a corkscrew over time of this eight months that you own a tube of toothpaste. Like, I don't have time for that. I don't have patience for that. I need to brush and go and God help me. If seven cents hits the bottom of the wastebasket every six months, I think I'll be okay. Apparently, you're not actually married, because that would not fly with my wife. I cannot throw away any value worth of, of toothpaste. You know what? You, you save enough toothpaste over time, that adds up to a medieval table in your dining room, okay? Those pennies add up. And unless you have, like, old arthritis-riddled fingers like yours, it doesn't take a lot of strength to squeeze the toothpaste from the bottom. You just take those thumbs and push, and up it goes like magic. I've got small children, and they can do it. And also, I don't know what you're talking about, pressure at the top. You have a pressurized canister of toothpaste. Are you sure you're putting toothpaste on your toothbrush? It's not like Aren't cheese whiz or whipped cream or something. That would explain a lot about your dental health, but a, a toothpaste tube is not pressurized. <laughs> you just apply a little gentle pressure from the outside, and the toothpaste goes wherever you want. I, I can draw you a diagram if you want, because I'm probably, I'm starting to believe okay, you never yeah. actually used toothpaste, which is why it's for the best that we do this this interview remotely. Uh, but yeah, if you want, if you want me to <laughs> no, show you how exactly it's done, yeah, I, I, I will, yeah. I, and I promise no, you, it's yeah, easy as no. can be, start from the bottom, all you need. First of all, my wife and I have to have separate tubes of toothpaste because of this, literally this issue, because she cannot stand. It's not the waste that bothers her as much as it is the uh, the aesthetics of someone who is enough of a boor to squeeze it in the middle and ruin the fine lines of the nice toothpaste tube. It offends her to the point that she just can't even be in the bathroom with me. I'm sure that's the only reason. But the point is that... Squeezing it willy-nilly is just, I don't need to, see, because James, my brain is a beautiful, magnificent tool, and I don't want to waste any of that horsepower on something that's horse-pucky. That I use my brain for the, for the greater good of man. That's why I'm here trying to correct you in the way that you think all the time. I don't need to be worried about the two angstroms of toothpaste that I'm going to save if I use that, uh, using the little thumbs from the bottom up. Man, my brain has better things to do, and I'm sorry that yours does not. Well, I'm going to shock you and agree with you for a change. I agree that your brain oh, oh. is a tool. The entirety oh. of you is a tool. <laughs> you really nailed it with that. You also nailed it when you said that your wife thinks you're a bore. We all think you're a bore. Why would you not no, speak? A bore, B-O-O-R, English major. <laughs> yes, like a yeah. You're 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 gross. You're slovenly. You can't you can't be taken anywhere. Because you can't even be taken to your own bathroom, your own master bathroom with your wife in there. She can't share a tube of toothpaste with you. What does that say about the rest of humanity? The person who should have the highest tolerance for you can't stand you on this one issue. Our wives are in agreement. You you squeeze from the bottom. How can there possibly be a counter argument for that? Who is on your side? <laughs> well, hopefully all the listeners and viewers are on my side, and they're going to vote Steve this week because I am the voice of sanity. Roll the dice, Breakwell. Tell all me right. what, or tell them what they've got to vote for. for. Again, for the for all that's on the line is pride, and this is this is perhaps the greatest pressure of all. If you want to vote for me and squeezing from the bottom, vote for fifty-one. If you want to vote 51. for Steve and his crazy squeeze from the middle or the top approach, uh, vote for ninety-nine. And if you want to throw Maybe away your vote one. on a random, or Manny Ramirez, vote for one. Just the number one. 
one. We have one N99. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. N51. Wow, it's a, a total statistic. spread. It could be more evenly spread oh. if we tried. Man, if you'd have just hit 50, we'd have had to buy a Powerball ticket this week. <laughs> so close. All right. James 51, Olivas 99, and the dummy variable is 1. And this is for Pride, which obviously none of those penalty videos had any shred to do with Pride. But vote and vote often. Get all of your friends and neighbors, people you don't even know. Call up folks that you went to grade school with. Reconnect and have them watch Wrong and Wrong or SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, you know all the places <laughs> to find us. We got to get out of here, yes. man. So until next week, do you have anything to say to finish? I cut you off. <laughs> I have so many other great points, but uh, no, I'm going to let you close <laughs> this out here so we can finish this in a reasonable time frame unless we cause another crisis. <laughs> All right, until next week, this is Steve, Dr. Steve Olivas, talking for James, the exploding unicorn breakwell, saying thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and remember, two wrongs can make a right. <laughs>